0: Hello and welcome to Talking Property with CBRE. This is a podcast in which our team of experts share their commercial real estate insights. My name is Suzette Lamont, the Regional Director of Client Solutions in the Pacific, and I'm your host for today's episode. Over the next little bit, we'll be talking about seasonal placemaking and how buildings have adapted to make the holiday season safe, fulfilling, economically viable during a pandemic. I'm joined today by two really special guests Megan Wakefield, our Regional Director of Retail Property Management in the Pacific, and Brianna Taylor, Customer Experience Lead for Host in the Pacific.
1: Thank you so much for joining me, ladies. Thank you, Suze. It's great to be here and um, really exciting topic to talk about today.
2: Yeah, thank you, Suze. I'm really looking forward to talking about placemaking with you and Megan.
1: How exciting. All right, well, let's get going.
0: Look, we're here to talk about seasonal placemaking and I guess the relationship between Christmas and our CBDs or our downtown or our city districts is deeply rooted and it's pretty timeless. In most cities, the CBD is where we gather, we unite, we celebrate and for most of the businesses in the area, it's pretty profitable and it's pretty productive and always critical to the year's success. But as we know, this holiday season is going to pose some challenges. Customer behaviour has been impacted by both real and perceived consequences of interacting and sharing spaces with others, and new regulations have changed how owners organise and manage their spaces. So I guess my first question will be to you, Brianna, and I want to know what we can expect to see in our office spaces this holiday season and what we can do to ensure that people stay safe as they look to gather and celebrate.
2: Yeah, great question, Suze. I couldn't agree more with you about seasonal placemaking and these kind of cultural key calendar dates as being really timeless. And I think that this year, more than ever, it's really important that we still Hold on to that and grow it, possibly more than than we even have previous years. I think that sparking joy and little moments of magic and creating opportunities for people to connect back with place and and back with each other is really fundamental. I think we're all we're all desperate for it. Um, I'm so desperate
0: to, for sparking joy. I love yeah. that.
2: <laughs> and for us as as placemakers, I think that it's it's really important to drive that. So, you know, there were some mutterings of saying, you know, this year's been so different to other years. Maybe we don't do seasonal placemaking. We certainly have, and we've just done it in a slightly different way to make sure that it is safe. So firstly, I think we need to think about how we can connect people and create shared experience, not necessarily through bunching hundreds of people together at a room for a Christmas party, because we can't but in other clever, safe, ambient ways. So for us, we've taken a a real sensory experience and um, tried to create a sense of surprise and and interest and and spark conversation. So we have put a lot of effort into decorations, for example, but instead of just, you know, dusting off the plastic tree, we've gone and supported and partnered with artists. Mm. So um, One Denison, an incredible premium grade asset, in North Sydney has partnered with BIC2. She's an object and jewellery artist and she has custom designed these Christmas decorations and then provided information about the backstory for them, the inspiration. Customers can have the opportunity to ask questions about them. We've, you know, had florists come in and dress the treats with real flora, um, so dried and preserved. Again, like this sort of thing is really out of the box and it means that it's not just wallpaper people stop talk about it talk to their colleagues about it and it creates that moment where we're pumping pine tree scent through the lobby for example that's really grabbed people's attention so there are these little things that we can do as people just pass through safely they're not necessarily congregating or anything like that but they're still having that that shared experience and it's completely COVID safe.
0: I absolutely love that Brie and for someone who visited you that pine tree smell is just magnificent and really changes the whole way you feel and your mood as you walk into that space so very well done to you and your landlord Winton. Megan the next question is going to be for you. I want to think About technology, I'd prefer not to use it anymore. I don't think I've had a (laughs) laptop or an iPad or a phone out of my hand or Mm -hmm. a Zoom out of my face for the last 12 months. But I want you to think about how your retail landlords can use technology and maybe even social media to better engage with their shoppers this Christmas.
1: Yeah, and look, just touching on a couple of things Brie said there that we've absolutely done in the retail space to bring in that digital side as well. It's, you know, it's Christmas and holiday season. It's just the most wonderful time of the year and I know This year, it's so desperately needed. And I love the fact that we can have an opportunity to still connect with people. I think a lot of people around the world would say, even in the lockdown that we've been through, we feel more connected in some ways with people that we know and we love than we have before because we've been able to speak to them on Zoom. We've discovered all this fabulous new technology that we can utilise. And retail is just no different to that. It's an adaptation and luckily for retail we're really good at adapting and we've done it for many decades and since the dawn of time effectively. So, you know, we're seeing it all over the place. It's so great to see, you know, that Santa experience is even still in the shopping centres that we didn't really feel like we were going to have it and some of it is via the virtual reality digital technology that you can utilise Some of our landlords are doing things like digital scavenger hunts, moving people around shopping centres so we're not congregating. We're doing things very safely. Social distancing is extremely important. But, I mean, I think one thing we've absolutely learned, if nothing else, this year in retail land is if you aren't on the digital train, you're probably going to miss the bus altogether um, because you have to be involved in it and it is part of the way we do retailing. It's no longer something to be a little bit cautious of or wary of. It's a part of what we do every single day in retail and absolutely embracing it is what we do, I think, best in this industry. So, yes, digital is important and um, it's so great to see us being able to do it.
0: Yeah, and I think for digital to really move into that world of now being able to get that full restaurant experience at home, mm-hmm. not just order your coffee, that's really been a huge change that I've looked at during COVID. What's some um, Christmas dinner going to look like for us this year, Megan?
1: Look, and if I'm anything to go by as a, uh, avid retail, um, shopper and all about preparation is key to a successful Christmas day. I've got my online orders in with my local produce retailers already for collection. So it is that, and I hate to use this word because it's a little out of date, but that omni channel is hundred percent happening in the world. All of our retailers have got on board with being able to digitize what they're doing. Um, So with ordering systems, it's straight through an online system. It's very interactive. Unfortunately, it made me spend more than I wanted to, but I think that that's probably (laughs) the reasoning behind doing it. And you know what? This is great for retail because we're spreading out that fresh food spend that was normally done in the last week of shopping. All of a sudden, you've got people like me shopping in November for it. And, of course, we're going to top up. So we're going to see a great, like a huge influx of spend in that space. You know, and every sort of retailer is doing the same. So, you know, that restaurant experience is different this year, but such a better way, more organised, hopefully more stress-free. Well, that's what I'm going for anyway. And a really magical Christmas day to top off a pretty hard
0: year. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. And isn't it funny how our conversations with friends have changed from what book did you read last to what website are you on to be able to get your digital experience? At at least that's how I'm finding it with my friends at the moment, Megan.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, um, Brianna, you're all about the world of office and I know that office landlords have been really thinking about clever ways, digital ways perhaps, to be thinking about their building communities Mm. in what would generally have been a pretty social time, you know, Christmas parties and all that that goes with them. What
2: are you seeing happening this year? Look, it's interesting because for me to answer that question, I think that it springs off a lot of what Megan was saying about leveraging digital technologies. For us, it's not necessarily about taking everything offline, but it's about using technology to ease processes in the physical space. So for example, you know, we can still have, you know, our bars, lobby bars, for example, doing Christmas drinks and doing some Christmas parties, but we just have to be really careful about how many people are there. Or we can still have workshops, but we need to, you know, make sure that we are capping it at a certain number and checking people in and being really diligent about that. And that's where the the host app, the CBRE host app, can really be leveraged and is being leveraged in in buildings more than ever having kind of ticketed events is, is really important. Being able to have a system that can cap the number of people attend, it can manage cancellations, have wait lists, et cetera, is really fruitful. We're doing a little Christmas wreath workshop. So with the florist that actually designed all of our decorations, they're doing a hands-on workshop so the community can create their own little mini versions of that. You know, it very caps numbers. So we were able to utilize the CBRE host app. People could book in. It booked out in three minutes, Zeus. Can, wow. oh, well can you believe? Can you believe? But then we can check everyone in. So this whole like checking in, checking out, bookings, um, okay, someone's left. Now the wait list goes to the next person, that's really being leveraged. And You know, if we want to look for silver linings with how behaviour has changed this year, QR codes and checking in and reservations has really Mm normalised and I think that it is an apt time for the commercial sector to jump on that and go, okay, people are used to booking, people are used to Mm -hmm. checking in with QR codes, how can we integrate this into our restaurants, our lobbies, our co-working spaces, our wellness amenities, et cetera.
0: Yeah, clever point, Brie. I mean, I was actually thinking that QR codes may have eventually gone the way of the dinosaurs and Mm. um, as easy to use as I now have experienced it, but it's really come to its full, hasn't it? Yeah, Yeah.
2: they're back in. They're back in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... Look, I'm thinking about my Aussie summer, I'm thinking about my outdoor spaces and really outdoor spaces, open air, the ability to spread out has never been more important than it has really during COVID. And I guess for me, it's not Christmas until I've watched Love Actually. And in Mm -hmm. fact, I made my son watch it with me in (laughs) Jaipur last year. That's how important it is to me. (laughs) So, of course, I'm thinking about my outdoor Christmas experience and being in that cinema, outdoor cinema in the Aussie summer. Megan, question for you. Other than that, how else can we embrace the outdoors to safely gather for these events that we have in the wonderful world of retail?
1: Yeah and you know it's one of those things that we've got we're lucky to have space when we have retail we've got those car park areas so we can still do these event activations and we're seeing it come through uh, especially in our larger centres where they really are doing those you know outdoor movie nights with family and friends socially distanced and being able to make sure we've got some really great Christmas activities. I've seen some really um, funky sort of Santa with his reindeer events that we can do out the front of the car park. It's, it's you know, all still happening. I think what we'll see coming through this season is a real push for um, and, and post-holidays, and I still count holidays going into January, of, as we all do in, in, in Australia with the beautiful summer weather, we're going to see that activation happening out in the car parks with all sorts of events. You know, festivals are coming back online. I know we've had some great big sporting events happening with some huge capacities, State of Origin for the Queenslanders and the New South Wales. Uh, we We've had those big events with some really huge crowd capacity so we're starting to be able to see crowds come back in a certain fashion so absolutely we have going to have some activations happening in those spaces and I when are we b- going to see megan the uh, backyard cricket happening at my local shopping center look we can only hope um maybe with not a traditional cricket ball maybe with a softer, uh, safety first focus ball i won't be volunteering for that cricket is not my strength sport um <laughs> I am really, really great at running Oranges, though, so if if I'm needed for that, please hit me up on the CBRE website. I'm happy to run Oranges at anyone's event. Um, But, yeah, absolutely. Those types of things are going to become really important, especially as we're seeing some really high activity in terms of customer numbers coming through our neighbourhood centres. People are going to want to see these events pushed out to their local community um, so that they can have access to these events and, you know, great sort of services in those centers as well. So we're doing some really exciting stuff. We've got a um, wonderful CBRE marketing team for shopping centers around the country. i doing some really, really great summer events. So yeah, absolutely. It's a huge part of what we do. Amazing. So look, we've
0: heard about natural scents. We've heard about beautiful experiential Christmas displays. We've heard about going online. We've heard about the fact that I can order my entire Christmas dinner and have that experience restaurant quality from one of Megan's retailers. We've gone outside. We're watching cinema. We're having cricket games. We're enjoying each other in that environment. Bree and Megan, anything else that you want to add to our seasonal placemaking?
2: So, I think one thing that's maybe um, sparked some change as well with people that have been working from home and they're very used to now being around their children a lot more and there's a lot more kind of bleeding between the home life and the work life. I think something that we might see is that when we are doing those activations or placemaking back in the office, back in the commercial sector, um, that people want to involve their families And I think that we're going to see that. I think that that's going to be a trend for 2021 um, and seeing not only how we cater for the worker, but how we cater for their husbands, their wife and their children. Mm,
0: Maybe not if you have very old teenage children. I'm rather (laughs) sick of mine. They're rather (laughs) sick of me. But for those with little children, I can definitely see that attraction. And Megan, children have always been part of a shopping centre experience. Mm. Would you agree with that
1: then? Absolutely. And I think, you know, what's beautiful about this holiday season is that the magic of Christmas in particular is coming back into our centres. It was a little bit generic for a while there and you can really feel that old Christmas spirit coming through. People are 100%, as Bree just said, more focused on their families and their friends than they've ever been before. You know, rightly or wrongly, this is you know it's come back to the home and where it should be. So our centres have to and they are adapting to what that is, and it is about focusing on making sure we're catering for all of their needs and all of their wants um, at all times of days. Because one thing that I can say is absolutely happened is shopping behaviours have changed, and that's you know I guess the crux of of this last point is. Not only our seasonal shopping behaviours have changed, but our overall shopping hours throughout the day have changed. Um, So we've just got to make sure that we're ready for our customers at any time of any day and we're making that experience, that seasonal experience, that magic of Christmas come through at all times. Oh, that sounds great. And look, I'd like to wish you
0: both happy holidays. I hope you get a rest over this lovely time and enjoy some sunshine out in the beautiful Australian outdoors. So thank you so much, both Megan and Brianna for joining me today. I think it's pretty fair to say that the holiday season will look and feel really different for most of us in 2020. However, there are big opportunities for landlords and management teams to innovate, to be creative with how they engage audiences, and for landlords and retailers to succeed in winning the hearts and, of course, the wallets of their shoppers. Build communities, will be bold, and don't be afraid to take risks while ensuring a safe environment that offers a unique experience that can be delivered elsewhere. If you like this episode and you would like to check out more, please visit cbre.com.au forward slash Talking Property. And from all of us at CBRE, we'd like to wish you a safe and happy holiday season. Until next time.